Oh, okay. Uh, I guess let's do this recap thing again. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please go do that. A lot's happened in this D&D campaign, and I can't possibly tell you all of it. Uh, if you have listened, however, here is a refresher on this arc's events that leads the stuff you need to know. With the world's memories slowly returning, our prince headed out by himself to try to stop the dark happenings by going to the last known location of the former heroes turned villains we now know as the Knights of Randor. This place, called the Night Dwelling, is full of some really creepy shit, honestly, and it was previously home to the Geistmancer named Zalnus. Once we discovered the prince's whereabouts, we headed toward the dwelling ourselves. There, we met a nameless lady that Cuffs dubbed Doth Remember, who told us about Earth's first evil being, the Dweller, his banishment, and how Zalnus took the Dweller's power for himself, thus prompting the Knights of Randor to come and stop him. We dealt with a lot of creepy nightmares, weird puzzles, asshole demons, and ultimately found our prince, who had apparently forgotten who he was. We fixed him, fought and killed a still-living Zalnus, dealt with some enchanted stairs, and took care of a giant living statue. Natasha also created some adorable pieces of living metal, and I adopted a weasel named Jim, all of which are now very dead. That's it. You're caught up. Let's see what happens next in Stuff Weekly, Episode 575, The Night Dwelling, Part 6. So there's three doors along the wall are unlike any others you've seen so far in this wretched place. Though their construction is similar, a colorful haze appears to emanate from each. The one on the far left swirls from bright red to dark scarlet and contains a large keyhole. The one on the left, uh, sorry, the one on the right churns from deep blue to cyan and contains a similar keyhole. The one in the middle is pitch black, though it carries a sheen so polished you can make out your own reflection upon it. And it has... No keyhole whatsoever. Before we do anything, hey Marcus, you were hanging out in that balcony. Is it nice out there? Oh yeah, it's real pretty. Uh, yeah, I threw some. Let's all go take a short rest on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> You're gonna show on the balcony real quick. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to make a short rest. Absolutely. Um, right, before I short rest, uh, I've got, I think, one slot left for a, a heal. Who needs a heal? I do. Yeah, <laughs> Natasha needs it pretty bad. I've only got six. I, oh, I'll that was take, a good one. I'll, that was a 16. I'll nice. take it. See, you can see the entrance from here. Look, it's through the clouds a little bit, but yeah, man. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. this is this you can, is quite nice, actually. You can see three of the ball bearings I threw off right over there. Uh, <laughs> so you actually can. Oh. Um, and like, because you see, like, around, like, probably, like, 100 feet down, they are just, like, they've landed on a cloud. And they're just kind of, they, they're just sitting there hovering in the midair. Uh, wow. Oh. That's quite a neat trick. Huh. Can you do it again? Yeah. I throw another ball bearing over the side. Yeah, it lands on the same cloud and just sort of... Oh, that's pretty ba cool. Bounces a little bit as if it were on the floor. Am I still and, flying? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's probably worn off by now, right? Uh, Does it ever wear off? Can you fly forever? No, I don't think so. Where is it? It's uh, for 10 minutes. So um, I mean, you could be if you wanted to, I guess. Can I fly down and pick up... <laughs> my yeah. ball bearings and fly back absolutely yeah uh so when i'm down there can i see like kind of poke where they oh, they landed and they were floating yeah it's it's like it's like hard um it, it, it is forced you can't pass through it okay so this uh, is you are out you are you, you are outside but you are not outside okay all right so we couldn't just jump down to the exit and leave this is preventing us from doing that it. seems correct okay yes. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we can't really... I don't think we can use this as a quick escape. Um, it seems like uh, someone who created this universe thought about that and has prevented it from being something we can do. So, uh, 
<laughs> He's being meta. <laughs> uh, so I fly up and uh, and land sure. back, and I'm like, "All right, so um, that was weird. There's like a there's like an invisible floor. It's very pretty though. I got my ball bearings. It back. is. It's beautiful. Thank God you got your ball bearings back. Thank God. <laughs> I have 200 of them, but I can't ever lose any of them. I have to always go and retrieve. <laughs> I know All the, right. I know well, the pain, was, brother. This right? was quite pleasant. Um, should we go back inside and see if we, you know, die? Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's, cool. let's go die. Um, <clears throat> All right. So could you explain the, the color shifting doors again? Yeah, there's a, blue, a red one on the left, a blue one on the right, a black one in the middle. The red and blue have keyholes. Okay. I'm going to go, as I was originally planning on doing the first time around, and going to the blue door and seeing if I can hear anything from the other Perception side. check going to be a 29 you hear like static just white noise uh glancing around the room is there any do those colors present themselves anywhere else or just those doors Uh, just the doors yeah yeah uh hey cuffs you got some keys right we got some keyholes should we try to do, unlock these doors do do i it, yeah, i do <laughs> we need these keys uh I, um, i'm assuming 100 ball bearings per key oh no you, i'm asking you to do it i'm not i'm not asking for the keys it's worth a try yeah i use one i use one of the keys uh which which door are you opening red or blue and there's three doors? So, so the, is... only the red and the blue have keyholes. Correct. The black door does not have a keyhole. Correct. I am okay. standing okay. near the blue door. It sounds like static on the other side. I'll try the red. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right. So as the key touches the massive color that emanates from this uh, red door, you see the haze draw into it like water through a straw. Once it is gone completely, the key glimmers for a moment, turns instantly to dust, and the door shakes as it moves aside revealing the room beyond it. Um, And so you see this red room inside, this crimson uh, vault. And uh, when you look inside cuffs, this room is dark and unadorned with a single blue gemstone levitating in its center. Uh, Even Uh. at a distance, you're impressed by its magnificence. It shimmers and glows as if contained, it contained a rolling thundercloud with beams of dark color Reflecting off its facets under the walls. I uh, cuffs goes the all bearing. As you try to grab it, uh, make a strength check for me. Sure thing. It's, it's like hovering in midair, basically. Yeah. Uh, Thirty. You can't move it. Do I have advantage on rolls? Go. I'll give you advantage. Sure. Try. Try and you can just do I it again. Yeah, I don't think I'll get a roll like that again. No, 16. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's unmoving. Yeah. Uh, I Can we try to work together to try to move it? Sure. All right, I go, uh, uh, Marcus, give me a hand with this. Uh, yeah, 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 I'll do this. Uh, and I, right. I, I rolled a strength check of 12, so. All right, go ahead and roll another one, Cuffs. 28. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It is unmoving. Cuffs, while you're trying to move that, give me the other key. I'm going to try and open the other door. Please. I'm busy trying to lift this thing up. (laughs) (laughs) I go Um, and I just pickpocket it from him. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Slide of hand check. Uh, That's not going to be very good. That's going to be a nine. Uh, He he sees that for sure. Uh, Cuffs, what do you do? I immediately no one has ever really touched cuffs this whole mat this whole thing sure he immediately subdues the nara onto the ground <laughs> oh my god take a strength check <laughs> me or him uh, both of you please 27 it's it's reflex that's 20 but you know oh no. 20, that's 20 no and that 20 yeah not 20 wins yeah alright so uh, cuffs you try and basically just like tackle her to the floor and she dodges it and you just like end up on the ground face first yeah. can I have the I, key now 
get the orb. You're stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Who has the highest uh, Arcana score? Probably Natasha, right? I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Mine's a plus eight. Yeah. Uh, Natasha, you hear a voice in your head. Um, and it says, uh, destroy it. The the crystal? I say out loud. Or the thing in the, I don't actually see the crystal, do I? I'm not in the room. I mean, you can, it, it, the, the room has, like, spread wide open, so you can oh, see okay. it from where you're, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it says, destroy it. Good enough for me. I'll send a firebolt at it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> the uh, rest of us are, are, like, don't even know what's going on at this point. We're just, like, with fire. Yeah, you, 26. Yeah, yeah. Marcus 26 is going to uncanny dodge out of the room. All of a sudden, yeah, we're, yeah, we're just standing there. I'm standing over cuffs. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, like, you're... this fireball just goes flying past. And Yara and cuffs are having this face-off where she's just kind of, like, in this wrestling pose over <laughs> And And roll for damage, please. 25 points of fire damage. It, so you hurl this firebolt that uh, Marcus uh, uncanny dodges, at, like, backflips away from <laughs> shatters right through the crystal and uh the the the, uh light fades uh from the room and uh you hear movement movement of like it sounds like the 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 walls are shaking a little bit And, uh, (laughs) and make a perception check anybody or 12 27 14. Uh, and Yara, for sure, you know that, that the, the black doors were shaking. There was more than it one seems like they, It seems like they tried to move. Hmm. Uh, I don't know about this, you guys. Like, uh, maybe we should go open the other door, you know, if someone would give us the key. You're on top yeah. of him. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I just take the key from him. <laughs> This isn't that uh, kind of podcasting, y'all. Uh, no, <laughs> I have the key out. Yeah, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna need another slide of hand check. Bitch. Cuffs, just give her the key. Eighteen. Eighteen. Cuffs, can you make a uh, dexterity save? Please? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, so like. Cuffs is on the ground and you're reaching down to get into his pockets and he just like rolls over so his pockets on the yeah, ground. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grapple her arm because she's she keeps trying to touch me. God, we just need cuffs. The key. cuffs. Here, you Why cuffs, you dude. Your party member? Go unlock the door yourself. Then there's no there's no you're crystal not for us me to the steal. Shit. You're just reaching into my shit. Because to you take won't my give stuff. us the key. The party is Listen, falling apart. Listen, when I try to reach my hand into people's pockets, they don't have. Well, it's got like a 60-40 uh, success rate. <laughs> um, okay, so you're trying to grapple her again or no? Yeah, she reaches into my pocket, yeah. Yeah, strength yeah. check for both it's of you. It's the places. same reaction, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. 27. Seven. Okay, he and pulls, then I he... pin her on the ground in the place, and I'm standing over her. He pulls you to the ground. Arm grappled. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, I think we should just close the door and give them some space. Yeah, I think it's time for them to have some alone time. I'm on the floor. I'm just like, just open the other door. Cuffs, in the interest of not being in this uh, castle forever, will you please open the other door? Oh, you want me to? Okay, yeah, I'll open the door. Okay, cool. Thank you. And I go and open the door. And I'm just all happy. Like, just like nothing happened. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you go to open the other door, correct? Yes. And Yara, you get up, I'm assuming? Yes. This is prob- probably just, like, completely <laughs> frustrated. Absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, Cuffs probably feels a little embarrassed because he did lose the first fall. Um, anyway, uh, Cuffs does go to open the the blue door, correct? Um, and the same thing happens. You put the key in, you turn it, uh, the light fades into the key, the key dissolves, and the blue door opens, revealing a blue room with a red gem floating Cuffs goes the all berry <laughs> tries the same thing again you're trying to move it uh 
Before you can get no, to it, I'm Marcus not. casts the Eldritch four Blast time, on four it. Time. Okay, yeah, four yeah, time. Okay, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, and I'm just going to say the Eldritch Blast hits the chapter. All right. Um, and the black door I suppose. Yes. Is it still like really dark and sh- um, uh, like shiny? So inside this room, the walls are um, all black, um, and there are piles upon piles of coins that have been dumped into this room. They're glint in color. The first thing that captures your attention. Uh, they're decorated by fistfuls of gems, large and small, and of many colors. And above the pile, floating in midair, just like the rest is a black gemstone casually floating with whispers of smoke coiling from it. I will just, like, look good. I was going to say, Marcus sees all the coins and gems and passes out with joy. (laughs) (laughs) While he's passing out, like, Inyaro, or not Inyaro, wow, I'm doing it too. Yeah! Uh, (laughs) Natasha will just, like, look at him, shrug, and then just kind of, like, ask to nobody in particular... Do you want me to destroy this one, too? Uh, no response. And Yara is very, very cautious about this. It seems too good to be true. Cops goes, let me just have one, please. Let me have one. <laughs> and then he wants to protect it. He goes and, like, coddles it from from Natasha. What, what, are, you, what are you trying to grab? The gem? Or the... Yeah, the smoky gem. Okay, it's just like the rest. It doesn't move from its space. Marcus... Well, he's trying to pr- Marcus wakes up and looks over. He's like, oh, yeah, you guys, uh, we got to figure out what to do with this gym, all the while kind of scooping coins and gems. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you, is anyone else going to try and scoop up the wealth or no? Is Mar- I mean, no. I, you'll, do, you'll divide it later, right? I, I have a question. Is there a diamond worth a thousand gold pieces <laughs> among this? There is not. Okay. <laughs> no, di- no, no diamond. Good, good, good. Good question, though. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, who knows why you would ask that question? Uh, yeah, um, weird. Yeah, weird. Um, but what there is is there are nine thousand six hundred fifty-three gold pieces, five thousand two hundred eighty-seven platinum pieces, uh, six gemstones worth five hundred gold pieces each, uh, twelve gemstones worth a hundred gold pieces each, and then a star ruby and a star sapphire, which are both worth a thousand gold apiece. Oh man! All right, so we got to figure out what to do with that gym, uh, and I'm very. Do you think it's some sort of power of friendship nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> the real gym where the friends we found along the way. Um, uh, <clears throat> Not the ones on the desk I took. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we destroyed the other two, like. Fairly easily, and it opened up this room. Um, what happens if we destroy this one? Does it open up a portal? <laughs> Is there any kind of other extensions off of this room anywhere or anything like that? Or is it this the way you came? Can I stare into the the gem? Yeah. See if I can perceive anything you see your reflection okay it is it won't move it it won't move yeah perfectly cut shining black gem well natasha destroyed the blue one i destroyed the red one who wants to destroy the black one problematic We've all had a turn. Yara is and Yara is not speaking because Yara is cautious, is nervous about destroying it. Something about this one makes her nervous compared to the other two. Hey, cops! I bet if you blow it up with your uh, sword, you get to take some of it home. This gem deserves to be free. It doesn't deserve to be locked in this dark room. <laughs> le- let let me do it. I'll be the one. You got it. Attack- you got it. Are you attacking it, cops? What's that? Are you attacking it? Yeah, I'll, I'll t- just try to, like, shatter with the, the hilt of my sword. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have no, no problem hitting it. The chimp is floating in midair. Um, and you, you sh- it shatters just like the rest. Um, and it, it shatters with this high-pitched shrieking noise, and thick smoke pours out of it. Um, and for just a moment, the image of a screaming skull takes form, just for a moment, and then it dissipates. As the smoke disperses, the remains of the gem crumble to dust, 
and a relieving calm passes over you. Something of great evil is no more. And then the world goes black, um, and uh, the, it disappears from your sight, and uh, you wake up, and uh, you are in your bedroom, each of you, back at Castle Belvin. What? Uh. And you are dressed in your nighttime clothes, free from the burden of your armor and traveling gear. A shaft of moonlight intrudes into the dark bedroom, revealing that it's still night, that you cannot remember falling asleep. Um, Anyara throws the covers off the bed and immediately runs to try and find somebody else. Like, how? Like, where are our rooms in the castle? Like, yeah, that's a good question. Where are your Where are your rooms in the castle? Oh, do you all, Do you all sleep near each other? Or are you? Like, no. I think when Marcus first joined up, he would have uh, taken a room close to the library, even though, you know, he's easily bored by textbooks and whatnot. He was trying to find his sister and he was trying to use that as a source of research. So, uh, I'm sure it's somewhere near the library. Okay. Uh, slept in the, uh, soldier's, uh, quarter room. Okay. Natasha? Uh, Natasha slept in a room Probably like nothing special, probably close to like the cooks, like the kitchens and stuff, but also definitely like on the first floor with ease of access in and out of the castle so she could go steal from people at night. Sure, of course. Um, And and Yara, since you you, you were the first one to sort of like run away from your room, you know where everybody is. Okay, so Um, I'm going to go to whoever the. I'm going to go to uh, Marcus first because I'm going to say that my room is closest to Marcus. I think that makes sense sense to me. Okay. And so you bang I'm, on Marcus's I'm, door. I'm gonna bang on Marcus's door. Marcus, I'm Marcus! A, uh, uh, Marcus, what, what wake up! Fuck! And I go and answer the door. What the hell, man? You, what just happened? We were just in the jungle in that it, that orb, right? I had not, that dream too. I don't know if it was a dream. Um, I I check my pouches and see if it if the any of the money is there. What pouches? Uh, you're, the, you're not. You're in your pajamas. Yeah, I go to where I keep my my normal clothes. Oh, uh, yeah. No, there's there's nothing in there. My motherfucker! My platinum. <laughs> my gems. My prince. We left the prince. <laughs> um, <laughs> Assuming so, any of this was real. All right. So you uh, go find the others. I'm gonna go see if the prince is around, or if this is all, I don't know. And Yara is very confused, and she goes to where the prince probably would be, like the prince's room? Normally, like, you meet the prince normally in the war room with, like, the big table. I'm gonna go then to the war room. Meet me Uh, in the war room, Marcus. Find the others, meet me in the war room. And, uh, Natasha and Cuffs, what have y'all been doing in the meantime? Go ahead, Natasha. Uh, she'll get up and she just like very like on the outside sort of appearing calm like just takes her little like lantern or candle or whatever and just proceeds toward where she knows that um, the library's on the first floor probably mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah think, probably yeah, head towards sure. Marcus's room Marcus is okay. probably the- heading towards Natasha's as well yeah so, so y'all meet in the y'all meet in the middle of the hallway uh, Cuffs what are you doing uh, I'm wondering the hallways because he has a hankering for meat for some reason. <laughs> he doesn't know why. And I would say at this point, you probably all meet, the three of yeah. you meet in the hallway. Uh, and uh, in Yara, you get to the war room and you're knocking on the door, I'm assuming. Yeah, I probably would just open the door more than yeah, like that's fine. knock yeah. with an open, yeah. And when you walk inside, the prince is sitting there and he's startled to see you and he goes, Oh, oh, in Yara, it's... My, what time is it? It's so late. Are you okay? Your highness? Oh, yes. Do you? I'm very confused. I was like, are you okay? Uh, and he like feels himself and he goes, yes. Are you? Is this a thing? Is this a bit? Are you? Are the four of you doing a bit? Where's cuffs? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what day is it? And he's like, Sunday, I think. The date, sir. Uh, um, 
and he tells you the date because I don't think we've established a calendar system in no. this world. And I'm not coming up with one right now. But uh, based <laughs> off of based off of what date we knew it was. Yeah, what, it's yeah. today's date. Where have you been? Where? What do you mean? Where I? In I live here. <laughs> where have Where have you been? What are we doing? What is the name <laughs> of the place that we were we were at? When in the in the no, and this is a this you, to Matt. Are you the name of the, the uh, name oh of the the, 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 night, the night dwelling? Yeah, yeah. Your Highness, the last time I saw you, we were at the night dwelling. Is that a club? Did we go to a club together? And uh, then by this by this point, I think uh, the the other three have arrived. Sure. Um, and I turn. I look at them and I go. He doesn't remember. I don't remember. Is Inyara okay? Um. Marcus Cuffs, Natasha. It, yeah, she seems to be babbling a bit. So I have some uh, questions, and uh, I think we all do. Uh, okay, well, we could convene everybody if you'd prefer. Yes, that might be good. Okay, and he, uh, like you know, claps his hands, and a uh, servant comes up, and he goes, uh, "Send for the rest of the council," and uh, they do. And do you come in and take a seat? I'm assuming. At the uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and so uh, I don't think Inyara comes... takes a seat. I think Inyara is pacing. Sure, sure. Uh, the rest of y'all come into the war room, and um, Lady Janice comes in, uh, followed by uh, Pottiesworth and Pawnee Party. Um, pa- and Pawnee Party. Br- yeah, and Bryce comes in uh, along with Baron Karnov. Um, you see. Uh, Lord Ruvain come in along with uh, uh, Lux and uh, his maid Ella, and um, Ella, yeah, and uh, uh, and and Warlord Ort comes in uh, and he's he's like slapping you on the back. He's like Marcus, pleasure to see you, friend, and uh, he's there with Krell, uh, and you see like Quisp and Rick, and everyone is just kind of like gathering. Like, like and there's so many more chairs than you remember. And everyone is just sort of gathering around the table, and they're sitting there, and they're like, "Okay, so um, what is it? Uh, what what is the problem?" I just wanted to confirm. I think we all did. Um, the, what what were the results of the Unity Conference? And uh, they go, they look at each other, confused, and they go, "Well, you were there. Do you not?" I, I had a really ago. bad we I had a really terrible dream. I'm just trying to ground myself. Marcus you know pushes how it past is. everybody and hugs made Ella. And she hugs you back and she's just like, Oh, uh hi brother. Um are you okay? Yeah, I uh I haven't um <laughs> and and Lux comes up and shoves you and he's like, Hey, you horning it on my girl? Uh uh no, what? what? For, for, first of all, fuck off. Whoa, <laughs> hey, Mr. President. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Presidents. what? D- yes, you, you were all when we voted the four of you to be the new leaders. Um, What? I don't understand. Uh, what is, what is this? Even I know I shouldn't be leading anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, hold hold on hold there's, on and, there's a and, lot to and, take in here but um and, uh and yara comes forward and she slaps her hands down on the counter look we need to talk we're, and that's we what we're doing in <laughs> i'm sorry madam president um but and yara proceeds to tell them the story of as condensed as possible sure of everything that has happened up until they we passed out and, and and Quisp kind of puts her legs up on the table and she goes, I, now that, I'm not going to say that sounds like a bunch of malarkey there in Yara, but, uh, you know, I, listen, wait, uh, are you, uh, did something happen to y'all? Did y'all drink a little too much of that punch? And she looks over at Rick and Rick just kind of goes, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I like, I like this block to make the punch from time to time. I don't remember Rick's voice. He's probably uh, not. <laughs> I, I look around. I, for... I place my hand on the table and I go, "As president, I have something I'd like to say." Sure. And I slap cuffs right across the face. <laughs> <laughs> Make an unarmed strike. Twenty-one. Oh, does that hit cuffs? 
21 hits. It, it, it means, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You slap cuffs across the face. Um, and as you, as you do, uh, your arms and legs feel really heavy, Natasha. Um, and you're just like unable to focus. And as you slap him, you kind of like fall down on, you feel really tired and heavy and your, your vision starts to get a little blurry. Um, cuffs, um, you kind of feel that the slap hits you a lot harder than you thought it would. Uh, well, as you take 980 points of damage, and Jesus you just, fuck. you, like, fly back against the wall, but it's in slow motion. It's really weird. And, uh, it's almost like you see your body there as you are flying back. Um, and in, and in Yara, you are so frustrated. You're so upset. Um, and as your parents come into the room to calm you down... And, and, and grab your shoulders, and they start. They're like, "Come on, you, you just got to be okay." And they push you down. And, they push you down into a chair. We're dreaming. And you start melt. You start melting into We're the chair. Dreaming. And your voice can't be heard by anybody. It chokes inside your throat. And Marcus, you see Ella, and she looks up and she goes, "Yeah, I don't need to wake up. I'm good." <laughs> Too bad. And <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what she says. Um, what is the opposite vision, of pinching yourself? <laughs> your blurred vision fades away to darkness. And then things become crystal clear. There's this umbral cloud of shadows, like nightmares given form. And they begin to swirl around you in this dark room. At its center is a decrepit human skull with black gems in its eye sockets. And a voice like fingernails upon a window pane echoes from it. Little sheep, my patience is eternal, yet you irk me so. Your nightmares cut to the truth of you. Cuffs. You detest being unable to climb ever higher. Yet look around you at the three weights holding you down. They mock you as you grow even more capable. The fool. In Yara, you worry about your family's acceptance when your fellow knights ignore your pleas for rationality. Your attempts at making music made them hate you. The star. Marcus, you fear the call of a lonely grave, surrounding yourself with allies who did not raise a finger to save your sister. Who would save you from the worms? The tower. Natasha, you lie to yourself as you lie to your compatriots. You can't even tell them what you fear. They can't trust you. You can't trust you. The Hanged Man. Little sheep, You've stepped away from my flock into this dream I cannot sanction. It is time. It is time you awoke from this dream called life. You realize your eyelids are clenched and you're shuddering, sweating. And when you open them, you're standing in the room where you fought King Randor earlier in the Night Dwell. Where the shadows were floating above this this cave. The main chamber of the tower now, however, is flooded with a mass of shadows. It's everywhere, covering the walls, the floor, the air, even. It's the stuff of nightmares given form. It seems like it's inky black with the rock walls made of the shadow stuff. And in the middle of the room, a floating white gemstone gives off a pale luminescence. In front of it stands a man in fine, shining armor, his greatsword buried deep in the earth before him. A chill wind seems to blow into the room, his dark mane of hair and cape flowing behind him. He smiles at the four of you softly, leaning forward on his sword as you notice the crest of Belvin on his chest. 
Oh. Is that white shining gem a diamond worth a thousand gold? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is not. <laughs> um, no, no, it is not. Uh, and the, the knight who is resting on his great sword, uh, I posted a picture of him in the, uh, in, the in the Discord, and he uh, he looks at the four of you and he says, "Ah, you've you finally come. So that means." Randor and Zalnus have been put to rest, yes? I hope they can find peace now. I truly do. Either way, it it does give me great joy to see you, Knights of Elven. I have long waited for this day. Yeah. Hail and well met. I am Kador. Insight check. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He goes, uh, <laughs> I, I, I am Kador the Cleanser. Kador? Keeper, keeper of the Night Dwelling. Like, the last hero? He nods, and he goes, well, perhaps not the last ever. And uh, <laughs> your insight check? 16. That's Kador. Oh, okay. Yeah. He seems to be on the up and up. Was that your voice that we uh, that we heard? What, what voice? I Well, you have heard my voice, yes. I have two questions. One, was that your voice that we heard coming out of the skull saying that we need to die? He looks confused. Confused, uh, and he goes, I, "I, I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. That voice was—you heard that voice here? Yeah, we. Uh, there there we are crushed demons. Crushed a crystal, and <coughs> we crushed a, a, a crystal filled with black smoke upstairs. He, he up nods up knowingly. Um, well, there are demons who have taken up residence here, chewing the bodies of those who fell to the psychic energy of the creature that lies here when the memory spell was lost." Perhaps it was one of them. Huh. And uh, you said we've heard your voice before, right? Yes, in your minds, in your hearts. I've, I've followed you all this time. You're the one who told us to take the soul bombs. He nods, knowingly. He goes, um, I, I, like many who are cursed by the night dwelling, I cannot leave this place. But my abilities allow me to see beyond it. I saw you save what you could in Rickspire, Natasha. And in Yara, I saw you mourn for the lost in Albrook. I watched you grow in Ravain's dungeon, Marcus, in Cuffs. I saw you grasp a glory in the Bloodthirst Colosseum. I spurred you on to take the soul bombs into your bodies. I saved you from jumping off the manor roof, Cuffs. And I encourage you to defeat Zona to save the world. I have spoken to you, and I have been with you. Wow. And he takes this like a like a sharp breath, um, and he goes, "Why, why you? Why the soul bombs? Why all of it? Why uh, your compatriots? We have had to fight and defeat, yet here you are spurring us to do so. Why?" He looks very sad, um, and he says, uh, "My." Cursed comrades wanted to use those weapons for destruction, and I guided you to absorb their power instead. You needed to be stronger for what comes next. Zalnus, he... He thought my group would be strong enough to overcome this curse, but he was wrong. And now you will. You can see what's happened to us. But I believe the four of you are strong enough. Okay. What comes Strong next? enough for what? The curse. You you have to break it. What is the curse? And he stops for a second and he lets go of his sword as he sort of like puts his, runs his fingers through his hair. And he, he just goes, From what I've gathered, it was put here on this place by ancients who sealed the dweller, the first evil on this world. The curse falls upon those trapped here in the night dwelling. They fall to madness, lose themselves into evil, just to gather more souls in the name of the dweller itself, to keep it fed and docile. This place, it traps heroes, you see. It keeps one standing guard to keep the dweller contained and sends out their companions, driven mad with bloodlust, to cause violence, using their power and their fame to spread death. 
And over the millennia, that fate has befallen countless groups of so-called heroes. Zalnus himself had been one hundred years ago. He fell, and just like before, more heroes are gathered to take their place. He thought that we could overcome the curse. To come here and end the cycle by shattering the crystal. But we knew we were too weak to overcome it. So we swore to change our fates. To circumvent it. I would stay behind while the other knights would escape into the world. And using a spell created by Rick, Lux, and Stelnea, we wove deep magics into a series of tapestries. Each tapestry would hold the memories of the entire world within it. Memories of us, our heroic deeds, of this place, and our own memories as well. If we were forgotten, and then we too forgot, we could not do as much harm, perhaps none at all. And then the curse would die with us, and I would merely waste away here, keeping it for eternity alone. So, we combine our powers. Stelnea wove the tapestries, Quis blended her strength, Lux peered into the world's minds, Zona used her strength, Ruck, Rick created a mystical circle that held it all together, and Randor and I watched the strongest people I ever knew save the world. And they were left here, their legends undone, their memories trapped, doomed to obscurity, but peace. Stelnea and Randor stayed here with me. They were not warriors, true. They could not overcome the curse and leave the gates of the Night Dwelling. I gave them what strength I could to keep them alive. Stelnea, I believe she wanders here still. Randor. Is well, she the... Is Zelnea the one with the, the red glasses and the beret? So you have seen her? Yeah. Good. Cuffs, yes. you know her as Doth, remember. Cuffs just goes, who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, and he grabs his... He leans on his sword, and he just goes... After that fateful day, decades would pass. The pull of the curse was too strong, as were my fellow knights. Their personalities too capable, too powerful, demanding recognition. Rick became a folk hero, Quisp, a lawwoman, Lux, an aide to the world's leaders, and Zona. Well, I don't think anything could ever stop her from fighting. And they also fell to corruption. Rick craved death. Quisp craved souls, Lux craved blood, Zona craved destruction. And as the tapestries were found and seen by others, as they met their ends, the spell was slowly unraveled. <coughs> Memories returned. The curse grew stronger in my friends, the need to bring terror. And that's where you came in. Is... <clears throat> so, wait. People started remembering... Because we started defeating the heroes, and that's ba bad? No, 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 no. They, they were gathering corruption on their own. Gotcha. You hastened it, certainly. Um, but I believe you stopping them was a good thing. You saved lives, yes? Uh, we tried, as many as we could. Yes. You didn't always succeed. Of course, it's... You can't save everyone, right? Yeah, sometimes um, you blow up a town. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> things happen. That's why they chose us, because we could do our best to save as many as possible. And we had nothing to lose. We had no family. We had no countries. It was just us. The Knights of Randall. It was a All suicide right. mission. So, how do we break this curse? And, uh, he looks back at the white crystal behind him, and he goes, uh, that crystal is the source of the curse. It, to shatter it would free the dweller, giving it form in this world once more. And then he, presumably, would free Mim, the Dragon Queen, and end this world. But, the dweller possesses the one who shatters the crystal. With enough strength, with what the four of you have gathered together, I believe you can overcome the possession, in the cycle of violence, and in the curse. So, 
you're saying we gotta get someone to shatter this crystal and then kill that person? I I think if that if it comes to that, yes. However, I think you can resist the possession. Okay. I think I I believe with the power of the soul bombs that you've absorbed, I think you're strong enough. We don't have the soul bombs in us anymore. They're in us. Oh yeah. Zalnus took the soul bombs out. Turned and them into he... tur- turned them into the your compatriots that we've already defeated. I think he just drew from them. Z- Zalnus cannot Zalnus cannot control such energy. He's a geistmancer. He can raise copies, but he can't take that kind of power. But he wanted us. He was happy that we defeated him. Yes, Why? because he's free from the curse. No, that makes sense. Curse is so His hand bad. is just already up and like flickering little like you see like little tiny flames just kind of dancing between her fingers. I'll destroy this right now. And he and he smiles at you and he goes, ah, Natasha, I, I am not surprised that you would be the one to step up. <laughs> uh, and, and he goes, you, you, ha- you have a great heart. What if, what if we all broke the crystal at the same time? Would that increase the chance that we'd be able to resist it? If we all had a hand in shattering it? Kador looks to the side and then he looks up and he goes, I have no idea. Huh. Well, what do you think, guys? Obviously, Natasha wants to destroy this thing. Should we? I love slinging fire. She really does. It's actually remind us to do an intervention for you later. Um, so can I do a perception check to see if I can tell if he's being truthful or not? That's insight. Go for it. Insight. Twenty-one. Everything has seemed truthful to your knowledge. What would happen if? We didn't do anything. If the crystal remained unshattered? Yeah, we're asking... Kador. Then the curse will continue. You've seen the bodies around here, yes? Yes. Yes, quite a few. People are drawn here. It's part of the curse. Eventually, someone strong enough would be drawn here. Probably a group like like yourselves. They would take our place. The cycle would continue. One new keeper, four new terrors released onto the world. Wait. One keeper, four terrors. There's four of us. Who's our keeper? There need not be a keeper if you end the curse. All right. Well, I don't know if we can trust this guy or not, but... He seems on the up and up. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's end this thing. I was going to do it anyway, and <laughs> the the fire around her fingers just kind of intensifies. She hasn't sent anything yet. And Yara still doesn't feel easy about this, but she kind of feels like there's another other way. She can't see another another path other than agreeing to do it. Marcus, uh... Takes out his hand axe and uh, lifts it above his head. Let's uh, let's all hit this thing at the same time, huh? We're just gonna chuck it, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean it teleports back to me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of yeah, course, I've of got I've got a returning dagger. I can throw my dagger at it. Okay, and Natasha's gonna throw a fireball. Kels, what are you doing? I have my I'll get my crossbow ready, and okay. then I also say. Uh, you know, no one should be forced to walk a road that they didn't choose to walk down. And ready to go. Alright. And I'm assuming you all fire? Yeah. Yeah. And they you cross the streams as they're all getting close to the to the crystal and all four attacks are deflected. Son of a bitch! Well, that was very anticlimactic. <laughs> All right, uh, how much room in our <laughs> As uh, Kador brings his great sword up and blocks all four attacks. Aha! Uh-huh. And and he looks at you and he says, 
I know this looks like a betrayal. Yeah, a little bit, dude. It's what I expected. What was all of that we just talked about, <laughs> what dude? I hoped about for. the encouragement she gave us, the whole speech, the whole moment. We were having a freaking moment here. Yeah, and, man. And at this point, Natasha's gone to like twirling her hair, and she's like, "I like a man who's multifaceted." <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Natasha! Keep it in your pants. Uh, he goes, "I, you need to understand." I cannot allow you to shatter the crystal. It is not that I do not want to. I'm the keeper. Stelneo once asked me if I'd know if I'd ever truly gone mad, and I fear that part of me went mad long ago. There's still part of me left, you see. I gave you encouragement, power, the means to find this place, to save this world, and, and I, I truly hope you can save it. But dweller, the stench of its curse. It howls with many mouths. It breaks with many hands. I am myself, but I am also him. Kador, the cleanser, believes in you, but Kador, the cursed, Kador, the keeper of the night dwelling, is compelled to kill you, to end you. I cannot hold back, my friends. I am not in control. So defeat me, Knights of Belvin, and you can destroy the crystal, end the cycle, and save the world. And a flash of light from the white gem flows over his body, and his his silver armor gets tarnished suddenly, like it's been the 20 years since he's been hidden in here. And uh, it gets melded with bone emanating from his body and his skin sags and sinks, his eyes glowing with power, and his skin starts to turn this inky, moving black like the shadow that surrounds you. And then metallic wings emerge from his body as he takes to the air, and destiny comes for you. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs>